0: Hi everybody, this is Marna Thal with the Thin Within Podcast, where I give you mental secrets for weight loss mastery. And many of you have said to me, Marna, why don't you take your weekly Facebook Lives and put them on your podcast? So here is this week's Facebook Live. Hello everybody, welcome, welcome. For those of you who do not know me, I am Marna Thal. I've been helping women for the last 23 years lose weight through a non-diet method. I am one of the founders of the non-diet movement. I've been doing this so long. And I really came to the non-diet movement because I was terrible at dieting. If you told me that I couldn't eat something, I would go running to have it I was a mess when it came to dieting, I am a Leo, I am a firecracker, I want what I want when I want it and so I found that diets really weren't the strategy that I could stick to to lose weight but that was the only thing I knew in terms of weight loss was dieting. So. It wasn't until I started as a psychology student learning from the naturally thin, how they think, how they eat, how they live, and I started copying them that I too started losing weight. And then I thought, whoa, there's all this emotional stuff going on with food inside of me too that I really needed to hunker down on. And that's when i started to learn and do the inner work and i'm still doing the inner work because this is my journey of losing weight keeping weight off and if you're going to give me food versus drugs versus sex versus anything it's going to be food that i choose every time so i am still in this journey because it is a journey Yes, I've lost weight. Yes, I've kept it off for many, many years. But it's also a process that I notice and I see when I have triggers and how to manage them and how to mentally deal with them. So today, I am so excited to talk to you about this topic. In fact, I'm kind of going to be on a rant today. And you all know me when I'm on a rant, I'm on a rant. So I want to welcome you, thank you for being here, love always seeing you, and I love new people who come in. We want to welcome you and say hi to you as well. So welcome, welcome. Today we're going to be talking about, are you arguing for your old self or a newer, healthier, more vibrant self? Ooh, what does that even mean, Marna? What does that look like? Many of you are arguing for the life that you currently have with your body. You tell yourself, this is hard, this is difficult. You can't do this. You're not sure how to make weight loss happen for you. And you argue for that part of you. How many of you are doing that? Finding yourself arguing for the part of you? That's bigger. It's not that you mean to, it's not mentally that you're meaning to do this. You're unaware of it, which is why I wanna bring it to the surface today. I wanna know how many of you find yourself arguing unintentionally for your bigger self by saying things like this whole weight loss thing, I don't even wanna focus on it. It's so challenging, I can't do that. It's too difficult to chop up vegetables. (laughs) Like that's the only way you can lose weight. Some of you are doing this. Why are you making it harder for you to lose weight than easier? You know why? It's because of your mindset. You somehow think that weight loss has to be hard. You somehow think that it's easier to be this way than challenging yourself to be a different way. And you're wrong. You're wrong. It doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to be challenging. Let me give you an example of this. I had a client yesterday who came to me and we were talking about what she was saying in her head. She can lose weight beautifully and then she'll go strong for about a week or two and then she'll start saying things like this in her head. She'll start saying things like, I just want to be lazy. I don't want to have to plan. I just want to numb out and be lazy, okay? How many of you have experienced that where you feel like, You start going on whatever program and then you're just like, I don't want to focus on this. I don't have to deal with this. I don't, well, I just want to be lazy. I just want to numb out. It happens where you just feel like you just want to be lazy. Now, why is it that when those moments happen, when you don't want to think about weight or your body, where you want to numb out, where you want to just be lazy, why do you think you can't lose weight and be lazy? <laughs> why do you think you can't lose weight and numb out? See, there's something sometimes in your thinking where you think that you can't have those things and lose weight. Now, are you telling me that every naturally thin person is never lazy? No, no. There are a lot of lazy, naturally thin people out there. <laughs> you might know some. You also know naturally thin people who wanna numb out, that wanna take a break, right? And you don't have to be either all in one bucket or all in the other. And when it comes to losing weight, some of you feel like you have to be all in one bucket. Like I gotta be in action constantly. I have to be working hard for this. I have to make this happen all the time. I need this to be the center of my world. Now, yes, there needs to be an intention. Yes, I like there to be a vision of who you wanna be and who you wanna create in your body and your life. Of course, those things are important, but it doesn't mean that you can't be lazy sometimes, that you can't wanna numb out. Why does that mean That if you're choosing laziness, you're not choosing thinness. There's something wrong in that thinking. Do you see that? Do you see that you could have both? So what if, just hold this in your mental framework right now. What if you actually held on to the belief that you can numb out and be lazy and lose weight? Feel that for a second. Are you fighting with me on that? Are you saying, no, that's not true. I can't do that. Or are you able to go, oh, yeah, I could actually believe that I could listen to my body, honor my body, and numb out. Now, when I say numbing out, am I saying numbing out with food? No, numbing out, going blank, not having to think about anything. There's a therapist who talks about it as your nothing box, going into your nothing box. But there's just nothing there. There's not much happening. You're just numbing out. With all the stress and pressures and things going on in your life, yes, of course you want to numb out. Let's have you numbing out. But it doesn't mean that you have to use food to numb out. Do you see that? You can numb out. You can be lazy. You can just watch TV and relax and still be thin. So who's having an aha about this? Who's having an aha about the fact that perhaps what you've been telling yourself is it has to be one thing. I've got to be in weight loss mode. I have to be in action. I have to be thinking about how to lose weight instead of arguing for the part of you that wants to numb out, relax, heal your relationship with food. And you can do both of those things at the same time. Stop arguing for your weight, for being bigger. You do this unconsciously and you don't even know you're doing it. You do it when you go to a restaurant and you say, oh, I can't stop eating this. It's just so good. I can't stop. No, that's what you're telling yourself. You could have a belief that this is so easy to stop and wrap this up and have more later. You could have the belief that I could absolutely numb out and lay on the couch and enjoy time with my loved ones or by myself and lose weight. I can absolutely be lazy today and still lose weight. When you tell yourself, I've always had that all or nothing mindset. Yeah, you've had that. That's the past. You don't need to keep it. You don't need to keep it. Bye, all or nothing. Bye-bye. Today, you can change it. Right now, that can shift you can change your thoughts about who you are and who you wanna be. And if you wanna keep arguing for what's not working, how it's hard to lose weight, how you can't control yourself around food, then keep arguing for that. But I know you want a different argument. But getting out of that habit of arguing for a bigger you what's not working, how things are difficult and challenging takes questioning in your mind what you're saying. Question it. When you say to yourself, gosh, I just want food. I need to have food. I have to have this right now. Really? Do I? Is my body hungry for this? Oh, wait, my body's not hungry for this right now. Am I willing to have this later when my body gets hungry for it? It's just in your questions, it's just in your thoughts. So I want you to argue for a better version of you. I want you arguing for possibility, for freedom with food. Some of you have this as your identity. I am the fun person and you link up fun with, I'm a eater, I'm a drinker, I'm a, right? That's your identity, that's who you are. And you see this happening unconsciously. It's my identity. I'm a, I'm a big girl. I just love food. I, all these identity pieces that you're saying. Now, what if you shifted some of those to still include fun and and play and a thinner you? I'm someone who can go out and party and have a great time and have a drink and eat and listen to my body. I can be that same version of me in a healthier way. I can still be fun. I can still have a great time. I can still be an amazing, fun, playful, social, incredible human and be thinner, lighter, healthier, more vibrant. It's changing the conversation in your head. It's changing what you're saying about the experience and who you wanna be so that you don't feel victim to the circumstance. You don't feel victim to your own thoughts. You don't feel victim to an overeating moment and having that define you. If you're still defining yourself as an emotional eater, a big eater, somebody who overeats, somebody who can't control themselves, someone who's a nighttime eater, a TV eater, a binger, whatever, if you're defining yourself in those terms, this is an opportunity to change things. It's an opportunity to think about, hmm, the person who I want to be, as it relates to food, body, weight, who is that person? Who does she define herself as? Does she define herself as healthy and vibrant and lean and thin and fun and playful and in harmony with her body and pays attention to hunger? Who does she define herself as? I bet you she doesn't define herself as an overeater (laughs) or a binge eater or somebody who has no control at restaurants (laughs) or goes out and overeats. See, I talked yesterday in my podcast about cognitive dissonance. That is cognitive dissonance where... Who you wanna be, that vision of yourself has gotta match what you're saying, what you're doing, what you're talking about yourself in the presence as. And if there's a big gap between where you wanna be and who you're defining yourself as currently, there's a big gap there, we're gonna close that gap. And all you have to do to close that gap is choose different words for yourself. Look at this differently. See that you can be that person who's light and healthy and has control of food and feels light and lean upon ending a meal. Who are you defining yourself as? And we know this by how you're showing up by yourself, but how you speak to yourself and about yourself when you're with others. Oh, I'm big, I'm a big girl. I just have a big appetite. I just love myself some food. I just can't stop. Let's close the gap, everybody closing the gap. Let's get your identity on board and also get that you don't have to fight for the bigger you. You can fight for the thinner you. It takes equal equal energy to have a thought that I can't, to have a thought that I can. And the I can thought, I can be lazy and still lose weight. I can feel lazy. I can numb out and still be thin. I can be somebody who wants to watch TV and slim down, (laughs) right? Fight for her, fight for her, fight for that version of you. Don't let anything get in the way and it starts with your mind. Are you gonna fight for feeling stressed or are you gonna fight for somebody who feels stressed and doesn't eat through it and has powerful, positive, incredible ways to navigate their stress? that actually provides better results, that gets you calm, relaxed, feeling good inside of you. Look at how you speak. Even this is for all of you and you just gave me such a good example of saying, it's hard to turn off the stress eating. What if it wasn't hard? What if it became easy to turn off stress eating? And the question I would ask yourself is how, how can I manage my stress in A way where I also lose weight. How can I make the stress that I'm experiencing easier to deal with and lose weight? Do you see how you can change those questions so that you don't have to be ruminating in your head the hard, the difficult, the struggle, the pain, the challenge? Why not fight for energy, for joy, for health, for connection? Do you see that? We're going to have these thoughts. Are you going to fight for vibrancy and health and a thinner you, or are you going to use the same old thinking to fight for same old body? What's going to give you a different result? Now, there's nothing wrong in your thoughts at all. Your thoughts are your thoughts, but just know they get different results. And so what results do you want to get? I'd much rather you have words and phrases and beliefs and thoughts that move you into what it is that you desire than thoughts and beliefs that move you away from what you want, keep you feeling stuck, feeling stressed out, feeling like you want to just turn to food and have it nurture, love, and comfort you. I'm so glad that this group's helped you look inside of yourself and realize it's time for you Yes, it's time to fight for you. And when we even hear the word fight, does that mean that it has to be hard? No, it just needs your thought attention, your focus for you to dissect at times what you're saying to yourself. And is that an effective strategy? So here's here's how this would work. Let's say you find yourself right now, you're 190, you want to be 145 pounds And then you find yourself late at night after dinner being drawn to food and just numbing out. You can stop and you can say to yourself, wow, how can I numb out right now? I really feel that I want to numb out with food. I really want to just zone out. How can I zone out in a way that will move me closer to that 145 pound body? How? How can I do that tonight? And maybe the thought is and the answer is, you know what, instead of having half a bag of Oreos, I'm going to have five of them. Great, great way to move forward, way to move forward. Stop the all or nothing. I can't or I can. Mm -mm. Bring it in. This I can or I can puts too much pressure and it makes you feel like you're in the diet world. It's a big no. But if you ask questions, how can I? What am I willing to do? Is there a way that will move me towards my body goals? You have questions and solutions that will move you forward. It doesn't have to mean giving up food at night, at first get-go. It could mean moving it so that the food you consume is less, is lighter, is healthier, works for your body better, and then Little by little, as you're giving yourself that peace and asking better questions, what will happen is that at some point, you're not going to want the food because it's not going to give you the body. You're going to be so good at arguing for a thinner, lighter, healthier, more vibrant version of you. That's going to be your second nature that you're going to go, oh, I don't want food. I want to feel really energetic right now. I want to feel good. I want to numb out. I want to relax. I want to whatever. And i'm going to do that by and it's going to be without food because that's the power you get to have for your body so i want you to look at your questions everybody your questions matter are you asking yourself questions that are going to move you into your old self are you going to keep arguing for a bigger you or are you going to ask questions of yourself that argue for a healthier more vibrant more stunning more incredible lighter version of you. Of course, there's nothing wrong on either side. It's just that one gets you different results than the other. One gets you losing weight. One set of questions has you feeling amazing in your skin. And one set of questions has you feeling bigger. What I don't want you to do is make yourself wrong for arguing for yourself. That is not what I'm trying to tell you. It's not about making yourself wrong or making yourself right. It's about if you want to be thinner, lighter, healthier, then how you show up in your mind and with your words matters. And so flipping that switch to say, I can choose to have better thoughts and be thinner. And just even looking at your life, I can choose to numb out. I can choose to be lazy and I can still lose weight. Isn't that so much more inspiring to think about, wow, I can numb out in front of the TV and I don't have to make myself wrong about that. I can still be losing weight and feeling amazing. That's good stuff, right? That's where the transformation is. You don't have to be either or. Stop the either or. You don't have to be on with losing weight or off with losing weight. You don't have to be good or bad. You can have it all everybody, but I'd rather you have it all in the realm of thinking about you having it all, that you can be lazy and lose weight. You can be lazy and make weight loss easy. Leslie, you say, I find myself dreaming up snacks that I think sound good right then. It feels like invasive thoughts. How do I redirect my thoughts? Well, you can tell yourself, yeah, that sounds really good. That sounds really good. Am I willing? Am I open to waiting until I'm hungry to have that? There you go. You get to choose. What happens is when it comes to a binge or an overeat, what happens is you blow up in your mind a thought that is alongside an image of the food you want. So that's why you're dreaming up snacks that you think sound good right now when you're stressed. And you can then make the choice. Bring that image down. Tell yourself there's nothing wrong with that image. There's nothing wrong with a snack. But are you willing to wait until you're hungry for it? Are you willing to do that? Yeah, so here's how it would look in my head. Yeah, Marna, oh my gosh, you really want this food. It sounds really, really good to you. Are you hungry? No, nope, not hungry. Okay, are you willing to wait until you are hungry to have it? Yeah, and then here's what I find. Then let's say lunchtime comes around or the next morning and I know I can have it. A lot of times it's like, is that something I want? A lot of times it isn't. Sometimes it is. A lot of times it isn't. You're not making yourself wrong for having that thought of candy or whatever it is. You don't make yourself wrong for having that thought. Don't make candy wrong. It's not candy's fault. <laughs> it's just sugar. Let's make the choice about what you want to be and who you want to be right. That's what I want you focusing on. The end game, who you want to be. I have another client who's using this amazing sentence who's saying, am I the type of person who just eats chocolate whenever I want? Or am I the type of person who can say no and find other ways to numb out, relax, deal with stress eating, deal with my life? Don't make the food wrong. Food is not bad per se. It's our attachment to it that creates weight gain. By disengaging and finding other things to engage in and do and help ourselves navigate life, that is how weight loss continues. Okay? So I hope this helps you. I hope this really, really, really helps you. It's nighttime eating is where I fall down the hole. That's when all the worry of the day seeps and I feel lonely. Okay, so what would it look like to feel lonely and to deal with the loneliness? What would it be like to have a new experience of addressing your loneliness through connection, through writing, through listening, through utilizing your different senses to help support you? Because you have a choice. You can always go to food or you can choose to try to figure out other ways. Food is there, but maybe there's other ways that could actually really help support what it is you actually need through the loneliness at night. And you start looking at how could I be somebody who can deal with loneliness and lose weight, who can deal with the end of day feelings and be thinner, lighter, healthier, more vibrant. I know that's who you wanna be. So it's asking different questions and having them available everybody in the moment. So if you know that nighttime eating is something you deal with, then having a series of questions that you can go to and free ride on would be brilliant. Because in that moment, your two-year-old self, your inner two-year-old self, that that part of you that just wants to turn the food and numb out might take over. And so we need to direct that part of you to go, whoa, here's some questions to help. I really struggle with that, so glad I found you. I've never questioned food being bad or good, but I label all of it. Interesting, what if it didn't have a label? I know, listen, when you come from the diet world or any world, I mean, you could just keep scrolling through Facebook, you're gonna hear lots of goods about good and bads about food. But here's the thing, many of those people who are talking, eat this, don't eat that, have they ever really struggled with emotional eating? Or are they fitness gurus who can just eat whatever is prescribed in front of them without any emotional attachment? I want you to be clear about this. I'm somebody who's been an emotional eater. I am somebody who ties food to emotions and deals with this. That's why it's different. That's why the look of how I lost weight and continue to work through this and help you looks different than saying, eat your greens. You know this, you know, if you eat proteins and greens, that's going to be great for your body. You know this, this is not an intellectual pursuit. It's an emotional pursuit. It's changing your inner game, your thoughts, your emotions, your feelings, and your relationship with food. So taking food out of good food, bad food, and just making it food, neutralizes food's power over you. It neutralizes food's power over you, and then you get to choose. Not a diet telling you what you should have. You get to choose. You get to listen and get the feedback from your body of, oh, gosh, when I have this bagel, it makes me tired. When I have this salad with a ton of protein, it makes me feel amazing. Or maybe it doesn't. Or when I have just a salad without protein, I'm hungry five seconds later, and I want to go eat my whole face off. So I need to change that up. Listening to what your body needs is where the transformation is. It's where weight loss occurs because then no longer are you fighting. You're no longer fighting yourself and fighting food. Doesn't it ever feel like it? It feels like you're in a boxing match sometimes and that's like, I'm fighting off sugar, fighting off carbs, fighting off whatever it might be. Whatever this diet is telling me to do, I'm fighting it. Guess what? That fight can only last so long. Being in a boxing ring with food and constantly all day long fighting, fighting, fighting. No wonder why you're tired at the end of the day. No wonder why you just go, I surrender. I surrender. But if that fight wasn't a fight, it gets easier. You're not fighting with yourself and with food anymore. You're not fighting to try to be good. You're just listening and you're honoring and your being, and at the end of the day, you're gonna have questions, you still might be tired from other stresses, and you get a question and ask yourself, when food comes into your mind, you just ask yourself, okay, am I hungry? Does my body even need this? If the answer is no, then you work through that to try to dissipate that and have a different conversation. Okay, I'm not hungry. So I know this isn't a physical thing, this is an emotional thing. What emotionally can I do to address this feeling? Amazing questions, you guys, amazing feedback, good work. And here's the thing, sometimes when you stop labeling, what happens is is then all those foods that were quote unquote bad become really enticing. But then as you keep just dissipating their energy over you, you're like, it's just food, it's just food, it's just food, it has a different taste, it's just food. Yes, it might affect my body from a chemical standpoint, from a hormonal standpoint, yeah, 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 but it's all just food. What happens is when you lessen it, then yes, you still may want, I still want some sugar here and there and some of those things, but I also really want really good veggies. I really want different foods for my body than I did a while ago. It comes from a different place when you get to choose that way. I think I heard a mind mind expert say that the subconscious mind makes a decision for you seven seconds before you actually make a conscious decision on something. So consciously, we have teeny tiny window of time to switch. Yep. So the more you practice it consciously, when things are not being broken down, when you're not in that highly emotional state, you know, everybody, I talk about that highly emotional state, which makes it really hard to make a decision around, when you're making these choices from a powerful, focused, strong, non-triggered state, guess what? It makes it easier when you're triggered because you've had all the practice. You're reconditioning your brain. That's what neuroplasticity is. You're getting the practice in to change your brain all these other times so that when it gets quote unquote challenged, when it's like, ooh, I typically would binge, ooh, you get to make a different choice. And all of a sudden you go, whoa, I didn't binge. That was awesome. I made a different choice for my body. But if you don't know what that choice is, if you don't know where you're going, what you want, then it's gonna be difficult to make that choice in that moment. It's difficult already, and imagine not having that vision for yourself. Imagine not having it. It's like, imagine going to college and just being like, yeah, maybe I'll graduate, I don't know. It's hard to stay motivated for your class through a challenging class if you're not really very attached to graduation. If you don't see yourself graduating, it's like, well, then who cares if I do the hard work that it takes to finish this class, to get a good grade, to do well. If you know what you're aiming for, if you know where you're going, if you feel a sense of it's got to be more than just I'm 145 pounds, that's not enough. It's got to matter in the world. It's got to be meaningful. It's got to make a difference. It's got to be because... I want to be 145 pounds because I get to show up in the world and be, that's when it's bigger than you. When it's bigger than you, then you have, it's easier to get in front of. So listen, the next 30-day challenge is coming up. I can't believe it. I was like, oh my God, it's registration starts in 14 days. gosh the only reason why I do a 30-day challenge is because it works you all said it's one of your favorite things you love it you get results so I'm doing another 30-day challenge I believe registration opens for those of you who are on the waitlist October 8th so if you have not gotten yourself on the waitlist then just go to thinwithin.com the front page you'll see something that says get on the waitlist just get on the waitlist and then I'll let you know October 8th when the doors open The results are amazing. Many of you who are in there can testify that you were like, it was awesome. I lost weight. I feel so good. So it's an amazing, amazing challenge. I want you to join me. If you have any amount of weight loss to lose, if you do not feel motivated to lose weight, if you just want to do the inner work, you will love this. You will love this because... I don't talk about what you should eat, I help you change your relationship with food. And sometimes it's just nice to have, okay, for the next 30 days, I know I'm gonna really just hunker down and focus on my relationship with food and have somebody guide me through how to do that. Because we all need guidance sometimes. We all need a little help. And when I go into that 30 day challenge with you, I am 150% dedicated to you getting results. And if you show up, you will get results. So October 8th, get your name on the wait list. Why do you want to get your name on the wait list? Well, I open doors up first for you on October 8th. Then I open doors up for people who have taken the challenge before who then get a discount. If you've taken the challenge, you get a discount. There are 10 VIP spots. And for those VIP spots, I do individual coaching sometimes those VIP spots go really quickly and that's why it's awesome to be part of that first group that gets to register and join so it is well 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 worth it i think you should join me for it i know you will see amazing results you would be perfect for it all right everybody have an amazing day focus focus I'm fighting for the thin, vibrant, healthy, leaner, beautiful version of you if that's what you want. Know that you're not wrong by fighting for the version of you that overeats or does any of that. That's not what I'm saying. You get to choose. You're going to have these thoughts anyway. What thoughts do you want to fight for? I'd rather you be exhausted at the end of the day because you fought for the part of you, the version of you that you want to have in your life the person who you want to be, than feeling tired and exhausted, beating up yourself all day long. All right? I hope this inspires you into action today. Be good to yourself. Be good to each other. I'll talk to all of you soon. All right, everybody. Bye.